1: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast
0: Network. Listen different.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Simpin' After Dark, everyone. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza super excited to be back for another solo episode i have a lot of things i want to talk about a lot of you guys commented on a video i posted a clip on tiktok with a lot of wild stories like you guys were spilling the tea on your boyfriends and shit so i want to get into a lot of that so definitely going to be touching back on some topics from last week's episode so make sure you're all caught up you don't have to listen to it first but you know if you want to be up to date um yeah i'm excited to be back i had a long weekend with my boyfriend still celebrating my birthday this whole month september is all mine we went to a jameson concert if you guys have not listened to him it's jmsn he's dope as shit like listen to him and then you'll be shocked once you see what he looks like um but he's a great performer it was a great time so yeah sadly back to reality now i mean i'm happy to be here of course but um (laughs) yeah let's get into it i have a really dope artist planned for today i'm gonna be talking about shelly fka dram so yeah formerly known as dram he was on like a hiatus for i don't know how many years and uh, his music changed a lot i guess he went to like re- uh, rehab and shit i was just reading some articles about his comeback and uh yeah got to give him his flowers cuz he's really talented the album that he came back with is dope as fuck it's definitely on that baby making music tip so um i fuck with it you know i love that i'm going to be talking about the song exposure so it's on his latest album that he dropped in like february and the album starts with a song, All Pride Aside, featuring Summer Walker, which is probably one of my favorite songs on the album, but I kind of just talked about her. So, you know, I moved on to track two, Exposure, and that's the one I'm going to be talking about. It's really good. That's super simpy, soulful, get-in-your-feeling, sensual, R&B, top-notch shit. Um, I'm honestly, I still need to listen to the rest of the album. I can't believe I hadn't listened to it yet because so far the songs I have heard are great it's 10 songs and he has some really good features Erica Badu her but yeah real quick I do want to just like touch on like his hiatus because I didn't know really that much about it I just know he like disappeared came back I know he used to make like really upbeat music he was like known for like broccoli was like a song that was like really big and his music now like it's completely different and I think that's part of the reason why he wanted to change his name to like his real name Shelly because he wants to be taken more seriously as an artist and um, in some of the articles I found he just said that he felt like his the core of what he was doing with his music was kind of being overlooked in a way kind of like overshadowed by his like happy upbeat vibe that he had going on. Um, He went on tour I guess with uh, Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott in 2017 and just got like super like into like drugs and alcohol so he had to go into rehab and now he's back so like i said gotta give him his flowers now because he's killing it with this album a quote i did find that was really cute on um gq they did a piece on him and he talked about how when he decided to go to rehab or like to quit doing drugs and all that that his girl like did it with him because they used to just like party together all the time and i was like damn that's cute as fuck that's real love right there like If your partner is going through like a binge or like addiction or just like going through it and you also stop with them, that's real love. I think that's like partnership right there because you don't have to. And there's like plenty of people that would choose not to because it's like you don't want to enable them and making it seem like it's going to be an easy thing. And especially if you're an artist and if you're going to go on tour and shit like that shit is going to be everywhere. So some people choose to like not stay sober or like go on that journey with them to like deal with that problem and i think that just says a lot about their relationship they had a quote of him saying like just he loves her so much and all this shit and you can tell with like the music he makes like it's full of real love so it's so cute all right so exposure verse one he says let me love you inside out and outside in let me touch your soul before i touch your skin when you expose yourself to me, you have my consent. I wanted to see what lies underneath. So this song is just cute as shit. It's all about just like loving someone for their soul, like just past lust, like all of that. It's loving someone on such a deeper connection, kind of like how I talked about last week. And when you have that connection, it's that's the real thing. And that's that shit you do not let go. He says, because beauty to me is more than skin deep the woman of my dreams right here in real life, right there when I sleep. Every memory that you and me share means everything. (laughs) And then the pre-chorus, he just says, and I just want to be your man, and I already think I am, and I want to be the best of friends, and I, but first you got to let me in. So it's all about what I just talked about, really putting in that effort to, like, break through the shell, like, break those walls down, and getting someone in that vulnerable position so that you can experience real love. Like, when you're best friends with your person, that's, like, the ultimate, that's goals, right? Like, everybody wants that, and that's why I was, like, that one episode talking all about how I wouldn't want my man to have, like, another female best friend, because that should be me. Like, if we're gonna be in love, we're gonna be, like, this fucking in love, like, this song, or nothing. I'm such an all-or-nothing, I'm such a, like, die hard romantic like die hard love like i want it to be like that or i'm just like not going to be satisfied like i need to make sure you will die for me cuz if you're not willing to die for me do you even love me you know i don't even know how sarcastic i'm being right now it's just how i feel but it's like hearing myself say it out loud i'm like damn bitch relax but it's not my fault i can't help myself and then the chorus, of course, so cute. He says, let me love you inside out and outside in. Let me touch your soul just like I touch your skin. Let me love you inside out and outside in. Let me love you over and over again. So this music, oh my God, I didn't play a clip, but I guess I guess it's cool because like the lyrics, I'm just like building it up. Like you could probably imagine in your head, like what do these intense ass lovey-dovey ass sensual lyrics sound like? Well, let me play it for you.
1: And now, let me be the best of friends. And now, first, you gotta love me. Let me love you inside out and outside in. Let me touch your soul just like I touch your skin. Let me love you inside out and outside in.
0: Let me love you over and over again.
2: So you already know, not much I need to say about that, and that's pretty much the vibe for like the rest of the album. So I'm excited to get into all of that after this. Definitely, I'm gonna drive home, I'm gonna play that. Like I love like the kind of double meanings of lyrics with like, like let me love you inside out and outside in. Like obviously some sexual innuendos, but also like talking about like your soul. And they really do intertwine. Like when you have like that real soul connection, like that sexual connection is going to be just as deep and beautiful. And then like verse two, he says, and I exposed myself to you. You took off your clothes before I did too. You showed me something new. Your vulnerable side, you gave me the proof there's no such thing as cool when passionate love sets fire to the room all i want to do is make you love me too so yeah like exposing yourself like oh let me show you my titties but also let me show you what's inside my head like what am i thinking what are my dreams and fears and passions it's just exposing your vulnerable side to someone is just as scary honestly probably more scary than getting naked for someone that's like a real intimacy right there so i love this song so much And, like, honestly, for me, I feel like the older I get, it's harder to even, like, imagine experiencing any form of intimacy with someone other than, like, someone that I'm in a committed relationship with, you know? Like, I can't even picture reaching a level that is even satisfying enough at this point from just, like, casual sex or, like, one-night stands or anything like that. It's funny how life goes. You, like, start off being not like a prude I mean I guess everyone's different but like you know you're a virgin and then you start having sex and then maybe you start having one night stands or casual hookups and then you go back to like "Mm -mm, I don't like it and like maybe that's just me but yeah I just can't but let me know what you guys feel because I know everyone's different and like some people can reach intimacy with just like casual partners and that's why certain people are like poly or like more um promiscuous or just like open-minded and down for like casual sex but like i don't know if you can truly reach like that level that you reach when you are in like a deep bond with someone which is no shame at all like if you're down for like all the other shit but like for me it's overhyped that to me is more about raw pleasure and that can definitely be fulfilling But it just takes you to another level when you have, like, a bond. Like, getting to know someone and then, like, exploring each other and all that. Like, physically and emotionally and mentally. And then the bridge, he says, Hopefully I really am prepared to split my life in half so we can share the good times. And this time, it's better than the last time. I'll do more than just promise, girl, I swear. So, sounds a little bit like it's him realizing now, like, what like a special thing he has and he's like please like a promise like this time it's more than just words and you know what i would believe him he is convincing his voice is beautiful a lot of articles were like i was like on youtube watching a tiny desk performance of him which he sounds freaking amazing alive too and um people were like oh like his voice is very reminiscent of teddy pendergrass and then there was also an article that mentioned the same thing and i completely agree like it's just it takes you back it's like that old school r&b but also like still hits today i love it all right so that is the song so hopefully you guys check out the rest of the album let me know what you think about it i'm about to do the same and now i kind of want to dive directly into a poll i did on instagram because i want to talk about it and it kind of ties into this song I saw like a TikTok where this guy was talking about how when his wife was pregnant, like he decided to stay sober with her for like the entire pregnancy. And he did this to just like train like his brain and like put himself in like that mental state of, okay, this is a partnership and not something where I can like opt out of certain experiences. You know, if your wife is going through the pregnancy and isn't able to like eat, this or isn't able to consume alcohol, then you should do that too. That's kind of what his idea was about it. So I posted about it on my story and I asked like, do you guys think this is a good idea or not? And it was pretty funny cuz um it was 90% people said yes, this is a good idea. But then like when I looked to see like who voted cuz I was like really interested in seeing what the guys think cuz just like me off the top of my head I'm just like negative Nancy over here. And I'm like, no dude would fucking be down for this shit. Like, hell no. And only like two guys voted. I was dying. And one person said, hell no, not down. And then the other person voted for, yes, great idea. So according to the statistics of this, it's like 50%. It's out of two, mind you. But I think guys are embarrassed because they know that I could see your vote. And they're like, damn, she's going to know. I ain't shit. (laughs) um so then I posted it on my story also and somebody said this is top tier companionship and I'm like yes yes it is and then he says I could never laugh my ass off guess I'm drinking for three now and I appreciate the honesty I really do at least you're not pretending or dodging like at least yeah it's there you saw it and you were honest I really do appreciate that and it's just crazy to me because it just like made me think like Yeah. um, What if women were to like come out and say like, I don't want to have kids because I can't stop drinking for nine months. People would be like, you're an alcoholic bitch, like you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. But then like guys can't even commit to that level of like self-restraint or discipline or whatever. So it's just like amazing how unappreciated the sacrifice that moms make is like damn nine months that is a long ass time to not drink and i'm pretty sure like pregnancy probably goes by so fast like while you're going through it but that's a friggin' sacrifice for sure and if you're a man and you're down to do that with your girl with your baby mama you a real one and you deserve that child and if you're not down then you don't deserve a child because if you can't commit to that for nine months then like how are you going to commit to like being a father or any other sacrifice that comes with like parenthood you know and that's why you gotta like choose your person wisely and basically that ties into like the song just because like that guy said that's top tier companionship and the way shelly is like talking about his love for his woman i feel like he would be down same way his girl was down to like just quit drugs and alcohol with him and they are in deep ass love according to just like what i've read obviously i don't really know them. But that's an example, and I know there are men out there that are down Like I feel like men get away with a lot as being fathers compared to women So seeing that tiktok just like made my day had to share it had to hear you guys' opinions So if you're a guy and you're listening, um Email me at simonafterdark at gmail.com or dm me on instagram or whatever and like Let me know your thoughts on that because no guys really voted. There's like no data here I need my data. I like statistics and by the way, surprisingly, those uh three people that voted hell no, not down, only one was a guy. Two of them were girls. And if you're listening, let me know why. Did you click that on accident? <laughs> DM me. Like, I want to know why that's not a good idea. Like, the only possible thing that, like, my brain was going to was, like, you just know that, like, your guy would not be down, so, like, you wouldn't even want to ask or, like put that proposition forward because like you don't want to deal with like the backlash of it because other than that I don't see how that's not a good idea all right so now I'm going to get into some of these um basically things that have happened since the last episode so like I said I posted that one video about how um guys need to try harder like if they feel like their sex life is lacking in a long-term relationship or in a marriage like maybe they should like reflect and be like well maybe i'm not doing enough to like make my girl want to fuck me you know and that's very understandable i don't think i said anything out of pocket but someone did comment on it and um made me think a little bit you know gave me some little different perspective he said well first he commented he's like isn't this like plotting and manipulation or something and then he said um to have to plan early in the day to woo my woman more than normal, not for her to feel great all day, but to have her feel slightly more aroused hour into hour all day, I get the buildup maybe awesome at times, but in general, it sounds like, yup, if I press these buttons, I'm going to get this. I'm going to make her want me more today. Not want me more every day without me having to work for it each time. So... For me, I was like, no, this isn't really plotting and manipulation. Like, I think it's just about being intentional in your interactions, especially in long-term relationships, because it is easy to just, like, get comfortable and, like, stop trying with each other and just, like, expect the sex. Like, I think sex can become autopilot-y if, like, as a woman, you're just giving it up because you don't want to, like, upset him or, like, whatever, and that's not good, but, um, like, thinking back after it like throughout the day i understand it the i understand why he would say like wouldn't this be manipulation and the only like way i think it would be manipulation is if like you treat her like shit every other day and you're only nice when you want sex like if that's the case then yeah that's plotting and manipulation and as a woman like you're not stupid like gonna catch that shit like if you just like are dry as fuck all the time and then the one day you're being nice you kind of like want to have sex i think you'll know that they're plotting and you'll especially know because like a guy like that he's gonna get pissed if you turn him down after he spent all day going out of his way quote unquote to be nice to you and if a guy gets mad at you for like not wanting to have sex he ain't shit like that's so fucking weird and like creepy like that's weirdo behavior for sure What I was saying was not that, like, you should only be nice to your girl when you want sex. It's not only. I'm just saying you should be like that all the time. And then it won't be an issue when you do want to have sex because you're meeting those marks daily, as you should. it's really not asking for a lot. It's really, honestly, bare minimum. Like, I'm literally just saying to, like, treat your partner right. I don't think that's confusing. and i want to say like majority of like the comments on tiktok were like positive and it was mostly like girls like spilling shit or like people like agreeing but there was like one or two weirdos talking about like oh imagine having to be so extra every day just for like some sex like if you think it's extra to just be nice and decent and make your partner feel desired in order to fuck them what's wrong with you that is literally bare minimum Please grow up. And I wish I could tell how old these people were because I hope you're not a grown man and I hope y'all aren't married. And one guy did have a girl and he's like, no, this is just too much. So I'm sorry to his girl. All right, so that's pretty much what I wanted to address from like that last episode. And then now I want to talk about some stuff that you guys hit me up to talk about. So. Let's talk about it and let me just remind everyone. I am not a relationship coach a freaking expert a therapist Like i'm not perfect None of that. But that being said, um, I just have women in my best interest and making sure that they are Demanding At least bare minimum and like having standards so Anything I do say it's In good faith, I guess, you know some girl um asked can you please do a video about relationships and phones from the start my man has been private about his phone and isn't a fan of me going through it he tries to say it's about privacy but i've gone through it before while he was asleep and there's always been some questionable mess but then it turns into me being the bad guy for going through it i've asked him for it before but he never just unlocks it and hands it to me i guess i just need a third opinion on it and phones are a touchy ass subject um firstly I do want to say it it probably depends on like the length of the relationship like if we just got together it's probably a little too much to be asking but it sounds like they've been in a relationship and I think like once you're in like a relationship it's not wrong to ask her someone's phone like definitely like not to be going through it all the time because then that's a little invasive and just like annoying it just shows that you don't trust each other but then that's where you have to figure out like is there a reason that you want to go through it have they done something suspicious because if they have done like some shady ass shit before then you should have the right to go through their phone from time to time and I do believe that you should ask for the permission I have gone through people's phones before, like boyfriend's phones without them knowing. And it just never ends well. So who said it? I think it was Nicki Minaj. She said something along the lines of if you're gonna go through a man's phone, you better make sure that you are ready to leave. Cause if you find something and you confront them about it and all you're gonna do like is cry. You're just gonna cry and stay. Break your own heart and stay. He's going to know that you're willing to stay. And now you just fucked yourself. Like nothing positive is going to come out of going through someone's phone behind their back. Like if there's trust, trust issues, you need to address those and then let them know like, hey, I'm not going to go through your phone behind your back. But I think from time to time, if I'm feeling away, like if I feel like you're hiding something or feeling insecure, like if I asked to see your phone, I would appreciate if you would just like show it to me. Like you could be right there with me. But I just, that would help me and, like, make my mind stop running, you know? But if a guy is, like, not even sharing his password with you, that's a red flag. Because it's, like, he wants to make sure that you're not going to go through his phone behind his back. Or while he's sleeping. The good old wait till they sleep and lock yourself in the bathroom and cry. And also one thing I noticed how she said that every time she does, it turns into her being the bad guy for going through it, even if she finds questionable things. That's a, that's kind of a red flag. Like if he's trying to turn it around on you after you found something, that's pretty manipulative because now he's trying to deflect and that's a sign of like narcissism. I'm not here to diagnose nobody. I am not a therapist, but If that's happening constantly where you, like, confront your partner and, like, it's genuine and it's coming from a place of, like, wanting to fix things and they just feel attacked all the time and try to confuse you and manipulate you and turn it around on you and make it about you and you end up feeling guilty or, like, you fucked up, like, you shouldn't have said anything, you're being manipulated. So just be careful. It sounds like you've seen some questionable things. I didn't want to, like, pry. I don't know but if that's fucking with the trust to the point that you can't trust him I would just leave honestly because if you are like having an itch to go through their phone all the time that just shows you that you don't trust them and if you can't just like be at peace in a relationship then it's not for you anymore like it's time to move on like at least if he was being cooperative it would be different but if they're not even willing to like cooperate with you and Help you and make you feel better about the trust that's been broken. There is no saving it. Okay, and then someone asked me to give tips on how to dump someone. Um, Lord, dumping, like, breaking up with people is fucking hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I get mad anxiety about it. I will put it off for, like, weeks. So... I don't know, for me, I don't even know if I have the best, like, I know I don't have the best healthy ways of doing it, but I know what's, like, a healthy way to do it, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I just cannot practice what I preach. I try my best, though. Like, for me, I'll wait till, like, a big blowout and then just break up with them on the spot, like, over the phone, like, over, like, text, whatever, and, like, that's not decent, I guess, and, like, I freaking hate the whole, like, hey, we need to talk. Oh, my God. Because me saying that, I just know that they're going to be nervous. So, like, then I'm going to be nervous. Like, I'm like that type of freaking person that I anticipate everybody's feelings and internalize them. So, like, if I'm about to do something, I think about how the other person's going to feel. I guess it's probably called empathy. But it's some people don't have that. So, if you're going to tell me we need to talk, like, you better just fucking tell me now. Because now I'm going to be worried all day. And I don't need that fucking negativity in my life. I think you just need to be straight up honestly like if they do something one two three however many times and it's not being fixed and you know you want to break up like don't worry about their feelings you just gotta like take care of you like just be honest talk to them if you're just worried about them being upset about it then like you're never gonna do it and you're never gonna be happy so just know that it'll pass you know time passes like everyone gets broken up with and everyone deals with heartbreak in different ways but like how it's gonna affect them it's not really a problem like as long as it's not like an abrupt thing out of nowhere you know like if you know you tried and you've been vocal then they can't really tell you that you did it out of nowhere so don't let anyone like Gaslight you into staying with them or manipulate you into staying with them because people will always grovel at your feet and swear like they're gonna change when you finally break up with them. So, I think one thing that mentally you have to do when you break up with someone is just know that like you have made your decision and you're not there to have a conversation about it or like an argument or anything, any type of back and forth, you know? Like it could be a conversation, but just know like you're not there. To have a debate about it you made up your mind and if you go into it with that and knowing that it's for the best you'll be good and then someone asked um how do i know if i'm asking for the bare minimum or just codependent and asking for too much and that's hard because usually if you're codependent you have like anxious attachment style and i'll have an episode on that soon i promise um so you like question all of, like, your needs, because, like, if you're aware of this and you know that you're codependent, then, like, every time you do something, you, like, are in your head, like, wait, is this normal? Am I doing too much? Is this rational? Or even sometimes if you know you're being irrational, you can, like, emotionally pull yourself out of that state. Like, that shit you could go to therapy for or, like, just do, like, a lot of, like, practices with, like, your self-discipline about it. But I think bare minimum is just, like, you know, communication, expecting, like, decent communication. you They tell you they're going to go out and they tell you, oh, I'm going for like an hour and then it's three hours later and they haven't hit you up. Or even like past the hour, like update me if you're going to stay longer, whatever it is. Or if your phone's about to die while you're out, like make sure to let your person know. Or if they're with someone to borrow the friend's phone to text you and let you know that your phone's about to die, but like you're going to charge it soon, whatever. It's like really just going out of your way to just... Be decent and do the things that you would expect your partner to do for you. Because just like not showing up all night or not updating them or whatever, like that shit's rude. I think bare minimum is probably different from person to person. But like the basics are obviously communication, loyalty, trust, and respect, of course. I think that's a really big one because once you lose respect, like everything else goes out the window. You could have everything else be good in a relationship, but if there's no respect, it's done. And then just like as far as like more specifics, it really does vary from person to person, like based on like your boundaries and your needs and your love languages and whatever it is. But that's why you need to have like good communication, because once you communicate your standards for bare minimum, then that's what you should expect. And if they can't meet that, then they're not the one for you. As far as, like, trying to decipher if you're, like, being codependent and asking for too much, I think just being, like, conscious about, like, the things that you're asking for and, like, maybe ask with, like, a friend or, like, someone that you trust and, like, to double check because I get that it probably can be easy to, like, feel like you're crazy sometimes. So just ask somebody else, like, am I asking for too much? Is this really too much? And just, like, make sure it's people that are going to be honest with you because a lot of the times women don't fucking ask for too much. It's just, like... Guys will try to gaslight you. So just know what you want and stick by it. And that's why you should have these conversations at the beginning of a relationship or as soon as you change your mind. Because not just because you had a certain standard at the beginning, that doesn't mean that you can't change your mind later. So if someone tries to tell you, like, well, that's not how it was in the beginning, okay, and you're allowed to change your mind, people grow. Like maybe you used to let shit slide and now you're not down. That's your new standard and either they're gonna abide by it or they can get fucking left behind but yeah I'll definitely do an episode on like codependence or like attachment styles and all that to get more into it I'll try to get Steph on since she is like actually licensed or you know educated in psychology and all that so oh and then one other thing that somebody wanted me to (laughs) talk about on like the whole like you know long-term relationships and making sure that you're like you know, keeping up with the maintenance and making sure that everyone's happy, all that. Somebody said, any advice for couples who have six plus years? Um, girl, I have never been in a relationship longer than six years. Uh, I know people that have, and like what I have observed is just you know growing with each other, and um, a lot of checking in. And I know like people that will like plan special. Dates or like make sure to like literally spice up your fucking sex life. Like, as fucking corny and lame as that sounds, like you have to. Like, sometimes the effort that you have to do, like, people don't want to do it because it sounds like fucking whack, but like it's real life. And if you're with someone that really loves you and wants to make it work, they're not going to make you feel weird about wanting to do those things. And if they do, then it just shows like their lack of commitment to the relationship. Because if you're both on the same page, and want to make things work and like you are really connected you'll both be aware that like there's something lacking or missing and you should be able to address that without it being weird or like a problem I think it's all about just like trying new things together and just making sure to like commit like a certain amount of time like per month or per week like if you want to do once a week or bi-weekly whatever it is and like committing to it like sticking to it like if it was like fucking work or something like you have to show up because relationships do take work so if you are both showing up emotionally then you can get through it but you can like definitely tell like when people are checked out they will like make it a drag when you try to fix things like they'll make you feel like shit about it and i think that's when you know it's time to dip out because once it's only one of you trying that's not going to be fun anymore being in a relationship where both of you are committed to, like, making it work and, like, making sure that you're both growing in sync together, that shit's beautiful. I want that for everyone. That's why, like, I really think people have to have their high standards and stick by them. Life is too short to not be happy in the closest relationship you have with someone, you know? Like, your relationship, like, you build a life together with when you're with someone. Like, literally, like, Shelley's lyrics how he said hopefully I really am prepared to split my life in half so we can share the good times and this time yes because you literally are splitting your life when you're with someone every decision you make like if you're a good partner you'll consider your person every opportunity that comes up you're gonna think about them because you are sharing a life together so you absolutely should be strict about the things that you want and be clear as you fucking can and just know that like the brightest fucking biggest red flag there is in a relationship is if you're just trying to make something work and they're getting mad at you about it the love is probably not there anymore like you got me so fucked up if i was like to come up to my boyfriend and like be like oh i think we should do this it'll help the relationship and like he tried to make me feel stupid or something i wouldn't deal with that and like nobody should so just know your worth know your value and make sure that everything you do aligns with that all right guys thanks so much for sticking around um i just want to give a big shout out to all the new listeners thank you for tuning in new episodes every wednesday at 7 p.m uh, pacific time pacific standard time and follow me on instagram at simpin after dark follow me on tiktok twitter i have a playlist on spotify i'm not on apple yet um it's just called simpin after dark by ashley m91 with two buys um send me songs that you want me to do send me topics you can email me at seminarafterdark gmail.com you can dm me on instagram or twitter or whatever but um or you can comment on tiktok that's how a lot of you reached out so thank you for like sending me all those questions and topics like i said i ain't no expert but i am wise i'm fucking 30 years old now and i have been through a lot in my relationship experiences you know i have a few gray hairs so you can definitely trust me i'm fucking wide bitch shout out to nightshade collective go follow them on instagram go check out amigas the series on instagram if you want to see what else i'm up to outside of simpin after dark and like always shout out to wild seven studios for hosting every single week and i will see you guys next time bye